watching your one piece. We are! Welcome back to We Are finished with the live action so we're back to watching regular one piece mm -hmm. which means nothing to people in the regular feed unless we got cast in season two by the time you're listening to this then it is in the public feed yeah that's true we <laughs> that promise will stay up there until uh until it happens i guess so uh we have we have already recorded all of our live action stuff which will only be on patreon unless we get cast in the live action <laughs> but the second half, the last four episodes, that'll come out the beginning of October. It'll be our October bonus episode. So, yeah. Starting with an immediate plug before we even say the name of the podcast, which is We Are Watching One Piece. It is. It's probably good to get out of the way in case someone's like tuning in. Like, why isn't why it on are the feed? About it? <laughs> Talk about the stinger at the end of the last episode. <laughs> well, we did. We recorded it last night, actually. No, record it. <laughs> I'll edit it. Uh, between now and October. <laughs> you hear how tired I am? Uh, but no, we're here to talk about the anime called One Piece, which is what we normally do yeah. on this podcast, if you are new here, because maybe you really like the live action and you're looking it up. So don't start with the most recent episode. Go, I mean, don't listen to our <laughs> first episodes because I'm not very good, but... <laughs> Jump in. I always say jump in and Skype here. Jump in at Jaya. <laughs> Maybe we should HD remaster those. <laughs> now, I don't want to podcast more than we already do, is the thing. So well, well, I'll, I'll get one of those uh, Men in Black mind wipe things mm. <laughs> and we can redo those. But then we'll have to read Would that erase all of One Piece or somehow just the first, <laughs> just through Alabasta? <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good point. Uh, we'll do that, and then what's uh? I'm trying to think of another pop culture reference point to getting memories back. Uh, we could memento ourselves, <laughs> yeah. tattoo the plot of Alabasta onto our body. <laughs> we should unironically do that by the time that the live action gets there, so we can know what's changed and what's not. <laughs> yeah. So all of our live action thoughts are behind the paywall. It's only a dollar though, and you get a bunch of other bonus episodes we've been doing for. Um, yeah. Years? How long have we been doing Patreon? Patreon's been up for four years now. That's fucking insane. <laughs> That's a lot of bonus episodes we've done. Most of those early ones are just movies. A lot of our stuff is just commentaries, but we've had yes. stuff in between as well. We we do uh, take the easy route of doing commentaries as often as we can, but we're basically out of stuff to do that with. Um, sorry, this is so front loaded with plugging, um, <laughs> but we we started talking about the live action immediately. We, we also don't like talk about the Patreon that much, really. We just say, hey, it's there. Yeah, so that's true. I don't feel too bad. That's could, true. Uh, <laughs> because it keeps coming up when I look up One Piece on Letterboxd, we could watch that 1999 movie called One Piece from Which Japan. Absolutely nothing to do with, with the anime. <laughs> look, we watched Ratatouille. It wouldn't be... That's I, true. That, I guess that has more connection by having the four kids dub mm -hmm. <laughs> voice that's actors like, all that's in That's the it. real reason I think we did it. <laughs> yeah. It's been so long, I don't remember. Maybe, yeah, maybe when Christmas rolls around, if we want to just do something entirely unrelated, that'll be our, our little cheat. <laughs> but no, if you're coming here for some reason because that the, the new live action has you interested, we're about to cover the most recent episode of anime, so... You might you might get spoiled on stuff you don't, or yeah. it'll just make no fucking sense to you. So go back, watch the anime, and then we'll see you in two years uh, at the <laughs> Sabo Odi Archipelago after your time skip of watching all of One Piece. But 1075, <laughs> people have been split on this episode because it's very good and they're stupid. <laughs> it, it's, you know, I, I think uh, shonen fans 
they don't they their brain doesn't know how to process when it like when things look cool mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's not a fight going on like yeah. when there's not <laughs> I know I know we're scared of sex and only care about fighting but yes that's true this is <laughs> this is the deep lore of our podcast uh I know sometimes you know I'm taking film classes with people that are like 10 years younger than me so sometimes people are like, I didn't like this because the plot wasn't always moving forward. And I'm like, do you guys know what emotion is? Do you guys <laughs> do you guys realize that this is like an emotional story that we're watching? That's kind of how I felt watching this episode, knowing that people didn't like it. I'm like, this is a beautiful episode that does spend a lot of time with information we already knew. But it is like, people are complaining that it's like, recap and reusing stuff and i don't think there's a single reused animation in this episode no it's just uh it, it's also like one uh what people consider to be filler and fillers whenever like the plot isn't moving forward which is like i don't know you gotta you gotta set st- like this works because everything's about this whole episode is setting up one everything coming to a close and showing why it's going to have emotional impact and weight and why it matters that Orochi is going to be killed why it matters that Kaido is getting the biggest punch ever thrown into his face like Mm -hmm. sure it's cool that Luffy throws the big punch but the big punch is more than just the big punch to defeat Kaido it's uh, helping the entire fucking nation who has spent the last 20 years in misery. Yeah. And that's, that's the episode. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> but no, it's interesting, too, because like the episode started, there was no recap. And I was and I guess, you know, you don't really need it when so much of the episode is dealing with previous events. But I was like, oh, shit, this is a real one. And I, I think it is. You know, you start with Luffy going to do his big punch. He says the name of it. Uh, Bajrang Gun, which is new. Kaido also gives himself a new power-up where he sets his entire body on fire. Blast breaths Luffy's hand off of him. He's like, you don't have to hold on to me. I'm not going anywhere. I want you to hit me as hard as you can. (laughs) So that is sort of the update there. Uh, He's like, you know, touch, go ahead, punch me. You'll just melt and burn. And Luffy's like, no, I don't even have to touch you. I can punch you without making direct physical contact. And he (laughs) thinks about training as Rio hockey. And they clash their attacks, and then we cut away for the rest of the episode, which I think is why people are whining babies about it. Yeah. But I think that all the stuff that Toei does instead, adapting a chapter where not a lot really progresses or happens either, uh, I think they do a really good job just making these emotional beats as strong as possible, recontextual, and not even recontextualizing, but like further nailing home some of the emotional underpinnings and because all the animation is new, I think it's also really good. Uh, there's, a, there's some really great direction in the flashbacks as well, I think, but we still haven't seen all the water get to the performance floor though, which I think is funny. Uh, it's still on fire. And I think they just like that imagery too, of the samurai praying and everything around them on fire, which I mean, they're right, but I, I, I do think it's interesting when I don't think that was dragged out for nearly as long in the manga. Uh, but the samurai are asking for Luffy to save them. Kawamatsu thinks about Odin asking them to save Wano. And then we just kind of get into a bunch of new animation, putting extra emphasis on Orochi as well as Kaido. Like, there's an emphasis on, like, like there's shots of, like, all these dead bodies piling up specifically in the silhouette of Orochi, which I think is so, some really good cuts. And it, it's interesting because it makes, like, Orochi really is this, like cruel mastermind and Kaido is this blunt tool used to do it 
He's he he has his own emotional underpinnings, but they're not necessarily like up until right now he wasn't trying to be the main guy in Wano. Like he decides to behead Orochi, which doesn't even work, and then which is funny. I don't know why Kaido trying to kill Orochi didn't work. It feels like that's the <laughs> one person who should have been the best at it. <laughs> it- I guess it could be like he maybe he would have he would have known that it wasn't going to kill him kill him but it like gets him to shut up and incapacitates him because it's something I notice in this too and every time they're together on screen Kaido does not look like he likes Orochi period it just seems like well he's the guy who helps me get what I want out of this so I'm stuck with him yes because like it's very clear that he does not care for how uh in <laughs> like samurai wano ways honorless like he's fucking cowardly and shitty and Kaido does not like that no and I think it's in- like I almost wonder I'm like is that part of the reason any of the success of Luffy is possible is because he fucking burns that bridge halfway through the raid that like would would Kaido be more successful if he I maybe not I don't know that I mean Orochi matters much because everyone under him just was like yeah I'll work for Kaido anyway <laughs> yeah. but I just think it's an interesting sort of uh, combination of events but it was making me think of like Kaido has become one of my favorite villains because he is kind of he's not this mastermind that Luffy's overthrowing he is a blunt ob- object of cruelty used by some other cruel little man which is very similar to Lucci. I just think that Lucci's backstory is dumb and pointless. Uh, I think it's cringe <laughs> and pointless. And yeah. um, not really. I just don't. I, I think it doesn't add anything. Whereas the way Kaido is characterized through other people's backstory and action, I find very compelling. And what his interest in this place and these people is. Up until, like, today in canon. Like, it is... <laughs> during the raid that he decides to do something different and uh, it doesn't work out for him because Luffy's going to beat him with a big punch. Even though, you know, obviously, Inus Lobby is like a top-tier fucking thing. I'm not disparaging everyone's favorite arc. But we do get some new looks at the various daimyo fighting to save Wano and losing to Kaido and Orochi gloating. Um, and then the second half of the episode after the eye catch is the, it's kind of more, I think, really beautiful sequences that emphasize just like everyone's suffering and their wishes to be free from it um you have like everything sort of blacked out or sepia toned and you have them asking like like praying kind of aimlessly for help and the background turns into those orbs of the lanterns that we'd seen in the previous episode there's one shot where like someone reaches up their hand and it transition like fades into the tower of the factories that are being built, which later in the episode is also mirrored with like Hiori putting her hand up and then it becoming Toki's hand when she do- gives her speech. A lot of moments like that that I think are really good, but like, you know, not a lot for us to necessarily recap. Yeah. The, the misery lasts up until they get handed the smile fruits and it's sort of framed as a blessing at first, which is unbearably sad. Yeah. And then they, of course, start laughing and all of their other stuff. And there's a scene where Orochi threatens someone to keep playing music and laugh. And at that point, you see uh, Hiyori as Kamurasaki in some of these flashbacks with Orochi. Uh, up into the moment where, like, I think it's they, they do the thing as the opening as well, where, like, there's a bunch of circles in the middle of all these shots up towards um, uh, the last cut being 
the nail that Orochi stabbed into him, which has already come out because now we're back in the present and he's uh, threatening her and calling himself the victim because he was people were mean to him once because what was it, it was like his family line was awful or something. Yeah, his his yeah his like bloodline was responsible for the last like rebellious uprising. <laughs> yeah, and uh, everyone's got to pay. I guess that's <laughs> happening. So. <laughs> And this is, he's, that's the thing is he's like so unbearably cruel and evil that it's like, I don't even try to remember what happened to him. Like, it's not justification <laughs> for anything. No. <laughs> he's, he's not a Doflamingo type. It, it's also, uh, especially what we see, like, uh, Odin was pretty nice to him. Like, <laughs> Odin gave him like a million fucking chances. Every time he was like, I'm poor and need money. He was like, okay, I don't have money, but I'll give you my money anyway. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you what I do have. And the only reason he was asking for money was to fuck Odin over in the long run anyway. So fuck Orochi. I'm excited that he dies in this episode, assuming he's actually dead for real this time. It's like the eighth. Is, I hope maybe it is the eighth time he's had his head cut off and that's the whole point. But I, I don't know how many times it's actually happened on screen. Yeah, so he's striking on Hiyori. She puts her arm up. For a second, I thought Robin was doing something because of the, the visual of all the arms going around. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. I was and like, I was huh. like, Robin's not here. I've read this <laughs> <Yeah>. chapter. And <laughs> no, it's just like a, I think, imagery of like how many people have are, are sort of doing the same action. Yeah, the support and everything. But what do you... Spirit what mom. Do we, what we've seen that specific imagery for a very specific ch- character it is a little jarring. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that it, it, it is the first thing I think of, unfortunately. Not even unfortunately, just I think a, a side effect that, um, you know, you obviously wouldn't have if you did that sort of expressionist thing in any other anime. It's fine. I pretty much immediately was like, that's not Robin, because it goes into the Toki thing. Um, and I do like her, the, the reminder of her speech. And uh, the, the, the slash up through the screen also turns into uh, Denjiro showing up and slicing his head off, hopefully for the final time, and saving Hiyori, who he's been protecting, you know, for the past 20 years. Yeah. And all of the words on the lanterns sort of float up around them, and then they sort of fade into the actual lantern scene. And uh, you get very various wishes and... and dreams are translated over like uh i hope orochi fucking dies uh i'd like to be saved from hell shit like that <laughs> i'm sure you know it is even more impactful if i could read the katakana or is it i, I think it's katakana and i could just actually pause it and read them all because i'm sure they're all something or maybe one of them says smoking on that big mom pack i don't know these animators are, are crazy but is there anything on the... No, there's not anything on the wiki for it, dang. <laughs> that's, you gotta get back on the Duolingo so you can translate all these. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's basically the climax of the episode. Like, we, we go from all of the wishes floating up to Momonosuke crying about not being able to move Onigashima out of the way. And this is funny because they, they actually, like, go out of their way to cut to the, like, younger actor. that They go back to the younger voice for Momo in this like flashback scene where he cries and sort of envisions his family putting their faith in him. And he thinks of like, Oh, they're counting on me. I have to do this. And I'm just thinking like, Oh, I know the dub actor before this episode came out. The dub actor was like, I'm done with I'm moving on. And I'm like, ah, you're about to get a phone call, buddy. <laughs> you're about to get another job. And then we go back to the older voice as he sort of pushes himself against Oni guys. is like, I have to do this. 
we get one more glimpse of Usopp begging Okinamon and Okiku to hang on to their life and stay alive. And uh, basically the end of the episode is Samurai praying in the performance floor for Luffy to beat Kaido. And we we get another glimpse at Luffy's giant fucking fist clashing with <laughs> a giant fucking dragon. And surely next time he'll have to finish the fight. It did feel like they were going to wrap it up on this one after the last one, but... Yeah, it did. <laughs> I don't care too much because this episode's really good. Yeah, it looks really nice. Like, uh, I, I liked the, uh, like, overlaying of people being cut down on Orochi talking about, like, his, like, conquest and stuff. Like, visuals like that look really good. Or the flashback where it's in black and white, and then, like, the green for the Poison River. Like, that's really good. Nice one stuff looks cool. Yeah. And there's artistry to it. Yeah, that's the thing is like I think people look at the the crazy fights where a bunch of stuff is happening and they're like, "Oh, this is this is so well directed." And I'm like, "Sometimes it is." <laughs> and then I watch this episode and then like everyone complains about this episode and I'm like, "This is one of the best directed episodes I've watched in a while." Yeah. And I like all the all the crazy Gear 5 stuff too. Um I think some of it is a little too hectic to be legible, uh which I talked about I think in the last episode. Uh, yeah, no, it's good. It reminds me of, like, the stuff that makes the 1015 so good, which is probably still my my high watermark for episodes of the show, which, again, they're adapting fucking Chapter 1000, which is a big deal, so all that stuff to... I don't, I don't know who directed this episode. I should, I should probably look it up. Looks like he's done a couple episodes. I also don't know how much, like, uh, direction is the same, because I know people get handed sequences or cuts of the episode, and I don't know how much they are um, following a director's like, okay, this goes here and this goes here. Yeah. But he's, yeah, he's been a uh, director and storyboard artist. This guy, what's his, I, I looked up his name. I didn't say it. Yasunori Koyama. But yeah, I, I mean, we liked the episode. Yeah. So if you're complaining about it on Reddit, get fucked. What does a second unit director do for animation? I wonder. There's this <laughs> looking at it and he's a second unit assistant director on like the episode of Sabo. And also, I got some episodes of Dragon Ball Z Kai, which I didn't realize was 2009. Yeah, that's when that started. For some also, I was thinking it was uh, earlier. <laughs> Being a director on Kai for anything seems weird because there's like, Dragon Ball Z Kai has a weird thing where it'll go from original animation mm -hmm. to very clearly modern, upscaled, uh, widescreen 1080p explosion scenes that's funny you know it's interesting actually looking at like these like second unit on these recap things and i'm like maybe he's just the best recap guy in the game because i'm like that's what this episode was it wasn't reused stuff but it was like sort of reinterpreting stuff that had been laid down i'd have to look at some of the other i don't know that that lines up with any of his other one piece episodes but uh Started directing, yeah, 962 was his first uh, episode, which was, I think, flashbacks as the Whitebeard Pirates cast ashore, and that's in Wano, so. Uh, regardless, uh, that's about our, our whole coverage of 1075, and obviously, this episode is not quite long enough for us to release it into the world, so <laughs> if, you're, if you want to stick around, we're going to talk about some more cover stories, which we did that last break week. Um, so the, ne the next one is Hachan, which also <laughs> feels relevant because we were complaining about him not being in the live action. Uh, so <laughs> at, at the bottom of this thing, too, it has some like bonus SBS stuff with like 
Mm. Renditions of characters. Should we do that? We could do that. Do you want to do that first? Yeah. I feel Some like of this, I think you've probably <laughs> seen, but uh, maybe not all I of them. I think I've seen like snippets and stuff. Yeah, like all of the gender swapped stuff. I love gender swapped Robin specifically. I don't know. That's the thing. This is very visual, so I'm not sure how much oh, we'll yeah. have to say about it. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, because that's gender swapped kid versions and older versions, both good and bad. Timelines. Yes, and I, I know I've talked about this a little <laughs> bit. I I know we've also talked about um, how unfortunate it is that Apu is actually very cute. Yeah. Gender swapped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting how like how much of the vibes are shifted in the designs. <laughs> now, interesting crocodile. The the female crocodile here says, "I'm Luffy's mom." Weird. <laughs> oh, I like I like a uh, gender swapped Kuzan, especially the kid versions. I think we've seen a lot of them as well, especially yeah. the warlords because they were in some of the movies too. Something I like with the uh, gender swapped characters is that. <laughs> The like quotes they have next to them are like overly like, yes, stereotypical feminine to, to the point of being almost offensive. Yeah, no, I think it. I think it basically is offensive, actually. Um, no, I like. There's a lot of people who extrapolate a lot of like theories based on what people looked like as a kid. Um, oh, I didn't expect to see Hogback in here. <laughs> yeah, kid Hogback. <laughs> Absalom. <laughs> he, he's just a, he looks like a loser. <laughs> yeah, he is, well, he's still a loser now. Um, Hina keeping cages for birds. Funny. <laughs> Why does Smoker have, like, a dog that's, that looks all dirty? Um, I don't know. He's a little shonen boy. He looks like Frankie. <laughs> yeah, he does. The goggles don't uh, really help with that. Yeah. Oh, uh, what if Smoker and Frankie are twins? What if... <laughs> Has Smoker ever talked about his parents being pirates? I don't think so. Um, it's interesting to imply that Magellan had his poison fruit the whole time. He's like trying to guard it and it's killing everything. Poor I think guy. that would lead to someone becoming a evil like prison Cop. warden guy. Yeah. <laughs> everything you touch dies, so why does it matter? Yeah, I suppose that would... Uh... It's funny because he's also still very funny. That's something that yeah. I have to imagine. Like We talked about, again about the live action about things becoming more serious. Like... They maybe do his his stomach problems once. <laughs> yeah. And then he has to become like a super super evil cop. <laughs> yeah, so then we're uh, more more kid people. Um are these <laughs> these are the beast pirates as kids. Ulti looks exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that in one of these they have fucking uh Leo. <laughs> and yeah, they're just little guys already, so he just still looks like a little guy. Yeah. They should have, for hired and just only shown his legs, and he's just taller than everybody else. <laughs> That'd be a good gag. But, yeah. Um, I like little baby Bart. He's got the nose drip going on. <laughs> yeah. Little tiny Bart just looks like a, a dumb kid. and mm -hmm. that, That's believable. Yeah. Uh, the Eva Gladius <laughs> is still wearing a mask as a kid. You never get to see his face. <laughs> yeah, a lot of, lot of fun stuff in there. Oh, Monet with a book that just says bird. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so the old stuff, I know we've talked about it a couple times of just uh, them, them aged at 40 and 60, but then like, if, if, if they were to go down a bad route. Yeah, which is a really funny way to like, when someone goes, what do these characters look like older? And I was like, well, here's two possibilities for yeah. you. <laughs> they're either hot and awesome or they're not. <laughs> yeah, uh, so pretty much. I like... Uh, Bad, bad future Ace, which I think we're in the bad future for Ace, to be honest. Yeah. 
He he starts to look like Whitebeard, but like less buff and flattering. <laughs> yeah, because he does he does grow out the big mustache. Uh, Luffy turns into Shanks and then Garp, or he loses <laughs> all of his teeth. <laughs> I, I I do like that. Age forty and sixty, he's just going meat. Two exclamation points, 60. Meat, three exclamation points. Yeah. Bad future, 60. You're going to finish that meat. <laughs> Sabo turns into like a crazy old scientist looking guy. <laughs> yeah. He, he's a, uh, he, he, the bad, bad future Sabo is, he's a rich aristocrat bad guy. But even farther into the future, he lost all of his money and he's, he's, fighting for relevance but i do like that it says dino luffy he's my brother so in the bad future for sabo luffy is still successful i guess so yeah none <laughs> of this then, matters really but yeah. good good future sabo is just rayleigh with a scarf <laughs> yeah ba- yeah he basically this thing is like uh as much as you can complain about oda having all of his women look the same all of his hot old guys look the same too <laughs> yeah <laughs> Maybe maybe there's some some old guy in his life that made a significant impression on him, and that's who he's drawing every time. Also, this forty year old Sabo is the most he's looked like Sanji. <laughs> yeah, that, that's Sanji with a scar even more so. Yeah, this is a uh, honestly age age forty Sabo and age forty Ace. I think have the exact same face. <laughs> At least Luffy looks closer oh, to, the, yeah. to the Shanks <laughs> dynamic. Zoro, it does say age 40 four sword style and then age 65 sword style. <laughs> That's really funny. Where's he holding them? <laughs> and then obviously he just kind of gets like fat and ugly for, in the bad future, which is not the best way to, I think, make the distinction. I, I do. <laughs> yeah, the sword. Don't put the swords in your mouth. And that's why you've lost our, his teeth. all of his teeth. And then yeah. wounds on the back are owie, ouchie. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get on my hands and knees and beg if you give me some money. Why is everyone just poor? Like, why is that the worst? I mean, I guess that makes sense. That's the worst thing you can imagine is not having any money. But it's funny that that is like everyone's little quote. Nami turns into like big mom at age 40 if in the bad future. But also she yeah. gets like a bob at age 60. <laughs> yeah. Age 40, I, she looks the same. Yeah, I do like how uh, being a good person in One Piece means you age better. <laughs> that I mean, that yeah, that's definitely I think true to the way One Piece is in general. Because yeah. you look at Whitebeard. Oh yeah, that's true. And he's just hot and ripped up until he's like a hundred or whatever. Yeah, at sixty, she looks like uh, what's the name of the lady who hangs out with uh, Rayleigh? Yeah, no, that's exactly what it is. Um. Cause isn't she like she's uh, she Shockey? said something about being pretty old. She right? is old. Yeah, she's like Rayleigh's age. Is it Shocky or am I thinking of something else? Maybe. Um, whereas, like in the bad future, Nami at sixty looks like the lady who like does the child trafficking with Big Mom. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, mother, mother caramel. Which I feel like uh, that that seems believable. If Nami went down a bad path, she'd be doing bad stuff like that. Child trafficking. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess if she stayed with Arlong the whole time. And that, that's a good point with... Oh, no, she's still... Uh, that'd be cool if that's a small thing if she had the, still had the Arlong tattoo, but she doesn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. This is like if the, if the Straw Hats still happened, but fucked up, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think that future age 40 Nami looks that bad. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's more realistic. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah... Nothing, kind of basically the exact same stuff we've been saying for Usopp. 
Chopper, of course, interesting because he turns into like way more animalistic. Yeah. Bring out the sacrifice, he says. Uh, Sanji just turns into judge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this also implies that the all blue is real and he does find it because he says that he finds it in age 60. I'm sure the uh, the One Piece shows uh, <laughs> lines to the all blue. Maybe. <laughs> it's got to be real. <laughs> age, four, oh, age 40 Robin is not even that. Like, <laughs> that's not. That's only like thirteen years away. <laughs> yeah, age sixty, Robin looks exactly the same. <laughs> looks younger than age forty, Robin. Yeah, it's because he takes the glasses off. Also, I do <laughs> like age forties wearing glasses and has glasses on her forehead. <laughs> did you? Did you? Was that on purpose? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then yeah, she just looks like an actual old woman in real life in the. Uh, in the in the bad future. Yeah. <laughs> Books I threw them all out. I can get that much for a little kid? <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I love bad future Frankie. Obviously a good future, he's just super hot. Uh bad future <laughs> turns himself into a battleship. <laughs> the battleship Gramkey. I do like that they're gonna call him Gramkey when he gets old. <laughs> I fixed your bike and I put a cannon on it. <laughs> Interesting that his they put they have him age fifty and seventy. I feel like they should have done that for Robin, too, probably, but... Frankie's in his, like, late 30s, I think, so... Robin's, like, uh, 28, 29? Yeah. No, she's 31 after the time skip. Mm. Here's one if Sugar got to age. That's the last <laughs> one on this. Yeah, she just... Wow, she looks like every single character Oda's ever yeah. drawn. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what a shocker. <laughs> Crazy! Um, but yeah, so that's all of that stuff. Do you, do you want to do... The Hot Chan cover story, since we're still only like 30 minutes. Sure, yeah. And oh. like you said, it's relevant for... He's he's not in the live action at all. Sorry, spoilers. But it's on Netflix, so you've probably already uh, yeah, it's, watched it's it been, It's been out for two weeks, so if you haven't watched it yet, you're not going to. <laughs> or maybe you're maybe you're waiting for you to be able to listen to our coverage of it. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we, in our episode, did talk about the implications of that and our thoughts on it. We won't uh, say much of them now, obviously, to further emphasize you to give us your money but we are going to talk about the cover story Hachin's Seafloor Stroll which has come up on the podcast before because we talked about it a little bit when we got to Saba Odi kind of picks up where this leaves off Yeah. so we know a little a couple things that happen in it uh, he escapes from the marines which I guess they were all arrested after Arlong Park kind of looks like a scorpion in the picture because it's just like all of his arms, but it kind of looks oh, like he has yeah. a tail here. <laughs> but uh, then he just swims under the sea. Yeah, swimming around, making fish friends. Mm-hmm. He, uh, that's the other thing, too, is like in even Arlong Park, he is shown to be a nicer guy than the rest of them. Yeah, because he, he, uh, he gives Luffy. It's Luffy that he gives a ride to because they don't know who each other are. And he yeah, helps get a fish hook. Moletown Block 4. What is this? Okay, so this is Alabasta stuff, where we're getting... Yeah, I think so. The rehabilitation of, of Hachin. <laughs> Rescues a panda shark. And then the panda shark takes him back to his, takes him back to his pad, where he's got a sick uh, mermaid calendar. Yeah. And meets some random guy uh, and gives him food. Again, like, what are the, what are the ex- <laughs> like, nicest things he can do? <laughs> yeah. To show that he has, like, is nothing like Arlong. I wonder, I'm like, should I recognize this guy? Is this just a random guy Oda drew? I'm like, am I, are we going to see him again at this point? 
And the guy gives him a ring as thanks for feeding him on his on this uh, very tiny island that almost looks too small to fall asleep on. It does. Hmm. What could that possibly mean? Oh, and then he's going on on like a Zelda uh, trade quest because yeah. the ring he got goes to uh, the Goldfish Kingdom where the princess lost her ring, even though she doesn't have fingers to wear the ring. Yeah, she's a... They are all wearing hats, though. <laughs> But yes, I don't even know. The ring is on her fin in the second one, but they give him a trident, which uh, is he saving a sea boar from a from a sea king (laughs) with the trident. What's in the mouth of the sea boar? Oh, Kami. So the sea boar like spits out Kami and the starfish, uh, Papagoo. So they're introduced during Alabasta. (laughs) That's crazy. Which I didn't realize that this was that long ago. But yeah, no, because she's wearing the Crimin shirt. So Oda definitely was like, yeah, we're going to see more Fishman. And here's Kami in a clothing line that the starfish designs. And now they're friends. A shadow draws near Hachi, who saves someone who had been eaten by a fish, who had al- also almost been eaten by a fish. <laughs> it's always a bigger fish. Who are these guys? Oh, they look familiar. The macro fishmen. They do seen, look familiar. I've one of them has the, the Sun Pirates. <laughs> I've seen the fucked up uh, one on the right with the eyes. Uh, does, I feel like looks... this was around the same time with, uh, what's his name? Duval. It says reunion with old comrades. So yeah, maybe they're involved with Duval's crew. It's, Hachan seems to know them based on this. And then they give... Oh no, Hachan sells Kami for a map. No! Yeah, this is around the stuff for uh, Duval. Yeah, okay. they show up in the anime. That's crazy. He's going to propose again <laughs> with Takayaki balls. Uh, he's following this map. What is the map? It doesn't say what the map is, too. <laughs> and then he finds... Oh, X marks the spot where the great Octomash lives. So he's going to fight. <laughs> he, be- he beats the Octa thing, but then he's, he's like, I was lied to. So I think he's going he's gonna to go beat up those other guys <laughs> and save Kami. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and they do have this little, like, boat that holds slaves, so I guess, or at least fish, yeah, like, mer- yeah, the mermaid selling macro, so yeah, I think they, they don't work with Duval, but I do think they're at Saba Odi when we get there. Or do they work with Duval? Is that what you, is that what you found, or? Yeah, they show up with the flying fish raiders, Duval's mm. crew. Duval just be- decides to become good after Sanji <laughs> kicks him into shape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he saves Kami. And he's like, you tricked me. And they're like, I didn't actually trick you. So then they do go back down there and find the treasure. <laughs> but now Kami is saved. It's a, it's a legendary sauce. <laughs> it's a, for his takoyaki, I guess. And he's going to cook it and all of the treasure inside of it um, to propose to this hot octopus lady. <laughs> and meanwhile, she has her own thing that she's doing. Commanding some catfish people who seems like she's evil. Does seem like she's not very nice. Yeah, so a bunch of people are crushed by a shipwreck and she laughs at them. And then Hachan gets there later, is like, I'm out of here. But uh, <laughs> then he comes back to help them. He says he's exchanges the treasure for cooking equipment. Ooh, so they can start their, uh... their takoyaki business. Yeah. The sudden grand opening. <laughs> but he's still in love with the mean 
octopus lady. Yeah. That's and she shame. only likes him for his takoyaki, but not him. Oh, no. Classic women. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> they they like you for your takoyaki, not for your octopus bod. Yeah. Dude's got so many ripped arms. Come on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so she storms off, and he gives the... Or no, he 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 gives the the takoyaki to the last old guy who comes for food, and she like gets mad at them. I think is what's happening, <laughs> and beat him up. Yeah. Then they they watch the sunset, and they're like, "That's okay. I'll just I'll just make takoyaki forever with my friends, just like I used to do as a child." And then uh, he all all of the people that he helped make him a nice new boat for his takoyaki. Meanwhile, Nolan the liar is being introduced. <laughs> they're going well, to Skype here. They're, they're, Nami's reading the book to San to yeah. Zoro while yeah. he's uh, while he's dead. Wow, yeah, this is this is during Barati. <laughs> uh, yeah. Then the last one is him opening up the stand, and that shows up in like in the actual chapters, like what three hundred later, maybe. Yeah, it shows up around four four hundred something. If I remember okay, so, right. So like two hundred or so. This thing is it's after this is happening beginning of like Jaya. So then all of Skypea happens and then Water Seven in your lobby and then Thriller Bark. And then he shows back up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's wild. He can't stop cooking. He doesn't know how to not cook. Uh both I guess Hachan and Oda both. But that's that's Hachan's seafloor stroll. Next time we do cover stories, we'll talk about what happened to Wapole. After getting Team Rocket blast off again. <laughs> and after that, we'll see Ace's search for Blackbeard, which goes well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's it. That's a, that's a good episode length for us now. Yeah. So we'll, we'll do some plugs at the end always. Jory will do their predictions of what's going to happen next time. I have to imagine uh, it's Luffy winning. Maybe not. I don't know. I can't read their mind. <laughs> but for now, we'll... Uh, We'll, we'll do some plugs. So, Jory, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me online. No, I'm Jory on tons of websites, Twitter, Letterboxd, Backlogged. Uh, I was about to say Reddit, but that's not my Reddit username. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see where I got posts about things. Not a whole lot going on. I uh, probably have to move in a couple months. So. Damn. No, no more no more Citizen Hank. My uh, my boyfriend started watching King of the Hill, so you got to get them on the next season. Yeah, that's the thing is I, I keep needing to do that, but my schedule is weird that I feel bad uh, trying to get people to be on the show. And then I just, uh, I don't know, I just exist instead because my brain is like, well, I don't know for sure that I can do this. And if something comes up and I have to mm. cancel, like I've had to before, I'll just feel bad. And now it's uh, four years later. So Damn. <laughs> yeah, no, it's rough. Eventually. Eventually. <laughs> Maybe. No, I it, it has now become on in our household. I, I have all of it on my plex. So just so you Hell know, you yeah. have a, you have a guest waiting. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got going on. Well, you can find me on Twitter at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J O. Uh, my documentary. You can watch the trailer, which is called Half Serious, Half Kidding. It's pinned on my actually, it's not pinned right now on my Twitter. Um, but you can also find it at uh, halfserioushalfkidding dot com. There's a synopsis up there as well. Uh, if you are in Florida, in the Central Florida area, 
um, A, you are the most likely person to know what the fuck it's about anyway, but also <laughs> B, you can see it. Uh, it is, is accepted into the Orlando Film Festival to be the end of October through like the first couple of days of November. The schedule isn't out yet, so I can't be more specific than that. <laughs> I just know what week the festival is. Uh, there might be another one, another Florida festival, but I can't, I don't know yet. So those are the, you know, some, some fall acceptances. Maybe there'll be some other ones and maybe after the fall season, I'll know about a just public online release or something. But if you're in central Florida, uh, you can go see it. I'm trying to get there myself. We'll see if I can afford (laughs) it. Especially with school and stuff probably makes that hard. Yeah, well, luckily I'm in a film program, so I feel like if I tell my professor, hey, <laughs> I'm going to miss class because I have to go to a festival, they might cut me some slack. <laughs> that's true, yeah. Yeah, maybe not Maybe not my French professor, but we'll see. <laughs> that's that's all my stuff really to plug, though. Ghost of Joe is my handle on uh, all the places you can find me, Twitter, Instagram, threads, even though I don't think, I don't think threads is, I don't think threads is holding on. It's holding on no. by a thread even the uh engagement last time i looked at it like a month ago i just saw posts of hey anyone else knows that engagement is way way down on the platform and it's almost like a, a rich asshole launched an app that wasn't ready to get to get like a a dumb gotcha victory over another rich asshole <laughs> well we all live at the whims of rich assholes every day so what else can you do but pick one <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh go behind them yeah, no, it's funny because it's really like the people who have stuck around are people who are so like righteous li- liberal about not using Twitter anymore. Yeah, um, pretty much. That's... So the vi- the vibes are are, are strange. <laughs> I, I open it once to uh, cross post something for my work because why not? <laughs> why not? <laughs> and and when I look at the the like three, I get see three posts from people that we follow through that account, and then the rest I see of. Take that, Elon, hashtag mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton. <laughs> yeah, they did finally make a following tab. They they did take the for you following thing. So they have that at least. But uh, follow me there, and then I'll become the most popular person on threads by default. And that'll be great. Otherwise, those are my plugs. Um, Orlando Film Festival. And maybe I'll have another one to talk about next week. I don't know. But that's it for me. For the podcast, you can follow us at We Are Watching OP on Twitter, which is the only social thing we have because why do we need any more than that? In our bio or in our show notes, you can find a link to our Discord server you can join, which is a, a nice active place where you can talk about the show, the anime, the podcast, other stuff, play card games, because um, we have been yeah. using it to get some simulator games running for the one piece card game we're trying to figure out weekly stuff but the time zone has been a a bit of a thing we have not squared away yet so if you want to play card games either simulator or webcam but simulator is easier i think for some people uh pop in our discord it's easy to join everyone's nice in there yeah if it's uh i guess this is something i uh just thought of to if you need more enticing um we're not like (laughs) grumpy about what's in the general channel no (laughs) i feel like that's a good advertising of like if you're like hey this other shonen thing there's people who probably talk about it and i'm not gonna go no only the latest episode of one piece yeah no we don't really care there we did make a thread specifically for live action but like the only reason people are like telling hey there's a thread for that is because 
what discord is bad at showing you threats <laughs> yeah but like hey just and, so you know <laughs> and, and it's just nicer to have it like all isolated so you can like read back on stuff mm-hmm. but also threads on discord are bad i have to use them for work and it drives me insane <laughs> yeah they're not the best but anyways yes that's our, our stellar promotion for our discord uh join us there talk hang out play cards uh, you can also spot we did a, a lot of Patreon plugs at the top, but one more time, we are it's patreon.com slash we are watching OP and just a dollar gets you access to, to to everything, which is uh, you know, I guess four fucking years worth of bonus episodes. You get these episodes a little bit early, all in the same feed, and our live action coverage. Uh half of it's already up there. The second half will drop probably like October first or second, to be honest with you, because it's already recorded. Yeah. Um and I'm going to be very busy in October anyway, so I'm probably going to get it out of the way as soon as possible. But before, whose turn is it to read patron names? I feel like I did it last time. I think so. We've got, we've got more since last time. So that's that's true. That's another thing you get is for your, for your dollars that we shout out everybody. And apparently it's Dory's turn this time. So, Dory, take it away. All right. Thanks to all these patrons for uh, the er early September. Uh, Thanks to A to Z Couple, Adam, Ollie, Anton, Becca, Blue Sunrise, Brittany, Cappy, Captain, Moke, Chad, Connor, Damien, David A, David D, Deus Aqueous, Eric V, Fig, Forrest, Fooney, Gage, Heidi, Holly, Jay Harkins, Jacob, 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 No, I'm Jacob. James Sullivan, Jiminy's Journal, Joe, Josh, Junesong91, Cat, Ken, King Salamander, formerly The Real Jory, Kyle, Lena B, Lucas, Luke, Maddie, Maggie, Mag, TWI, Sarah, Mag, Twee, Sarah, Mallory, Martha, McFoley299, Milo, Morgan, my buddy, Nick, Peter, Phoenix, Ryu, Raish, I wish Patreon could just have all of them on one page, <laughs> Riley, <laughs> Rodsters, Roger, Ryan, Scride, Snowy, Scale, Spandan, Steven, Taniel, The Cat Fangs, The Lost Crab Rangoon, Tony, Trey, Vitek, Verdigree, and ya boy. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody, who uh, decided to check it out for the live action. I hope you like some of the other dumb shit we've done over the years. And also the live action episodes. Yeah. If you, uh, if you have any uh, suggestions for Patreon stuff, also, we're, we're running on fumes a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we've got a couple other things I think we can, uh, I, like, floating around in our, our download folders. But, uh, yeah, after the, after, I think we knew what we were going to do after the live action but now i don't remember so i have to re-listen to our old episodes yuck because we probably said it but yes we do have an ideas and feedback channel in the discord if you want to get at us or you can dm us on patreon or dm us on twitter multiple ways to get a hold of us if you want to we're not interested in fan fiction unfortunately that's been that's a bad it's been one that's been suggested a lot that we're like neither of us are are leaning towards on our own um and we no longer have patreon goals to motivate us yeah that means we can wrap it up and i can say jory it's time for your always stellar predictions we've covered a lot of ground on this one because of all the manga stuff we talked about but um just uh i think i i I know what's gonna happen i figured it out (laughs) like always of course i've never been wrong it's true like i've never died in a video game all right (laughs) What happens? So Luffy's got his big punch going. 
and he's he's punching tor- through Kaido, and uh, is are they gonna is Momo gonna be able to get Onigashima out of the way? Yes, of course, but there's one problem. Luffy's fist is going straight towards the giant pit of lava that Big Mom fell into, and she's gonna stop the punch, and then mm. she's gonna be climbing onto Luffy's arm, and there, there's gonna be a big battle between uh, a mini Luffy that like pops out of Luffy to fight Big Mom on top of <laughs> Luffy's big fist as it's going on. He has to make a, a second rubber Luffy. Yep, he it can looks do that. like a blow up doll. <laughs> yeah, and. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to battle it out on top That's of true. Luffy's fist as it's going towards um, Kaido. It's true. My uncle works at Nintendo and told me <laughs> all about it. So we'll see that next week um, when we cover 1076. And I think that'll do it for this week. So uh, until next time. To be. <laughs> Continued.